0: Hello, good morning, mama. I am recording this with Caleb today, so you might get a few little tidbits from him. I can't believe he's six months old already. Time is going so fast. We talked last week about tactical ways to get more time in your day and be able to enjoy life and get out of the depressed state that you've been in. It's not going to happen overnight, but the more you can free up time instead of just going all day, every day... You can begin to enjoy life a bit more and explore God's calling on your life. Do you remember I said you were called to greatness? It's true! It's time to explore that a bit more. Are you going through your busy life feeling unfulfilled, wondering if there's more than this, unmotivated to get out of bed because you know today is going to be like every single other day, and you're just dreading the empty, overwhelmed, depressed state of mind? Are you tired of just surviving? You're right. There is more than just surviving. There is more than the empty, unfulfilled life that you're currently experiencing. When you're living out the calling that God has placed on your life, you will feel more fulfilled, more energized, and more full than you ever dreamed possible. It doesn't matter what did or didn't get done that day. Okay, yes, it does matter because, well, things have to get done. But you won't feel so unaccomplished and empty at the end of the day because you are functioning in the role that God has for you. How great does that sound? Hey, Mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy, ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I, too, was a mom that was trying to do it all, but accomplishing nothing. I, too, felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me. But I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy, and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. So it's me and Caleb today. I am so excited to bring you what I have in store for you today. I'm looking out the window here. It's raining, but we're getting into springtime and grass is growing. It's just so beautiful. I'm really excited for this next next season. I love spring. It's just so beautiful, especially out here in Idaho. So if you listened to la- the last episode, I really hope that you've started to implement some of those tactical applications in your day and see that you can find some more time to actually enjoy the parts of your day. Remember, things won't change overnight, but if you stick with it, you will start to see change. Hop in the Facebook community and let me know what you've implemented, what's working, what isn't working, and we can work through it together. I'd be happy to help you. You can find it at facebook.com slash group slash Restored Mama. You'll also become an insider and get the scoop on all the exciting things first before anyone else. Do you know what you're called to do? Are you currently walking it out? Freeing up your time and your busy schedule to either explore God's calling for you or start walking it out. It's imperative to get out of this depressed, anxiety-filled state. You can be called to greatness. You can have an amazing calling on your life. But if you don't walk it out, it's like this huge gift that's wrapped, sitting right in front of you. Imagine your kids on Christmas morning. They see all these beautiful gifts under the tree, and they're just staring at them. They don't take them, they don't unwrap them. It's sitting in front of them. That's what it's like with you if you don't walk out with this calling that God's placed on your life. It's like this gift that's sitting in front of you. That you just stare at your entire life. It's there. It's ready to be unwrapped. Like your kids staring at their Christmas gifts all year long. And the next Christmas comes and they still haven't opened them. They didn't get to use them that entire year because they were just staring at them. That's what's happening to you. It's there and it's ready. But if you don't unwrap it, look at it. Take the gift. It will continue to just sit there. God has given it to you, but you have to take it. You have to use it. How do you know what the gift is? How do you know what your calling is? You have to unwrap it. This starts one place and one place only. Seeking God. I talk about this pretty frequently, and I did an episode on the tactical applications first, because when we're so busy and can't seem to find a minute of free time in our day, we have so much to get done, we're just overwhelmed. Time with Jesus is typically the first thing to go. And I'll be the first to admit it's happened plenty of times in my life. And that's why I can talk so much to it. You can say, oh, I'll pray later. I'll read my Bible later. How many of you have done that? Raise your hand. I'm raising mine. You have to find ways to make time in your day for the important things. And spending time with your Heavenly Father, your Creator, your friend, it should be top priority. I talked a lot about priorities in an episode and how to set your priorities and what your top three should be. And God should always be that top priority. And just to review, the last steps that I gave you last episode were number one, to be intentional and plan. Number two, don't be busy just to be busy. Remember, I talked about it being a crown that some moms wear? Don't wear the busy crown proudly. And then number three is priorities. You need to set your priorities. Now that you've been putting these into practice, hopefully. We can add an element to them. If you haven't listened to that episode or haven't been putting them into practice in your daily life, I highly recommend going back and listening to it. It will help you a lot with what I'm talking about today. Your time with Jesus is top priority. At least it should be. And if it isn't, no judgment. It's a safe place here. But maybe God's trying to tell you something. He longs so much to spend time with you. He created you. He longs to have communion with you. He's just sitting there next to you, waiting for you to realize he has so much to tell you, to show you, to give you. Remember that big gift that you've been staring at? He wants to give it to you. He wants you to unwrap it. And he will wait there patiently for you until you realize. He is so patient. But why wait when he has so much for you? He has so much to offer you, ready to give you. Why would you wait? If you listen to my episode about my word for the year, God wants to give us a new passion for him and his word. If you spend time with him, you won't want to stop. Making time for him will quickly become a priority. All right, so let's take step one, be intentional and plan, and apply it to spending time with Jesus. You've already been planning things for your days and weeks, like I talked about. So now let's take it one step further. Add in planning time with Jesus. To plan this, I want you to ask yourself these three questions. What will you do during your time with Jesus? You need to make a plan for it. Don't go in there all willy-nilly, just, oh, I'm going to see what happens, especially when you haven't been doing this consistently. Do you have a Bible study that you want to work through? Are you doing a Bible reading plan? I don't want you to go into this without a plan. If you sit down to intentionally spend time with Jesus, you need to be intentional with that time, which means having a plan so you don't get distracted and veer off scrolling through social media or daydreaming about whatever random thing pops in your head. If you have a plan, it's a lot easier to keep all that at bay. Put your phone away. Turn off those notifications. Make sure it's on silent. Not vibrate, but silent. That way you're not distracted when the noise comes. Have what you need ready to study. Whether it's your Bible study, a cup of coffee, your Bible, notebook, pen, whatever will help you facilitate your time with Jesus, have that ready. So that way there is no complications. There's no excuses. Do you plan on just reading a couple of verses and then taking time to talk with God the rest of the time? Whatever you want to do for that time, make sure you know what it is and what is going to happen. Every morning is a little different for me, but I used to do the same thing every time. I needed consistency, so I'd stick with it. And then Obviously, God's presence comes, and he may veer me off a little bit, but I had my plan, and I went into it knowing and expecting what was going to happen. It may not be a power-filled cloud of heaven falling down into your living room the first few times you sit down to do this, but the more you spend time with him intentionally, the more you will feel his presence. Now, I still read my Bible, I still do my Bible studies, but some mornings I just want some extra prayer time. And I want to be able to really dig deep in praying for certain things that are happening in my life or praying for my kids when they're going through something, praying for my husband if he's going through something or somebody else in my life that I care about. So I'll do less reading and I'll do more praying that day. But now that I'm consistent with my time with him, I don't want to miss it. I look forward to it every day and he is constantly speaking with me. You can get there, but it takes this intentionality and planning to start. You have to start somewhere. And now think about this. How much time do you want to start with? Do you want to start with 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour? Most tasks, when you're planning out things, I'll ask you to evaluate how much time it takes. And then you'll find time in your day that will fit this task. It's no different for your time with Jesus. How much time will you be spending with him? What is your goal? How much time will it take for you to do what you want to do? Then, add a little extra time with that. What if you're just loving this time with Jesus and you don't want it to stop? You added some buffer time, so now you don't have to. It may be hard at first to go the whole time that you planned. Even if it's just 10 minutes and you've never spent intentional time with Jesus, 10 minutes might seem like a long time, but eventually that 10 minutes is going to go so fast. Trust me, it won't take long that you'll look at the clock and the time's just gone. It went so fast and you don't want it to stop. So if you have that buffer time and maybe that 10 minutes is just dragging on because it's your first time and you don't know what to do for those 10 minutes, that's okay. Maybe you just sit there for the second half. So the second five minutes, you're sitting there and saying, okay, God, I don't know what to do. I don't know what else to read. I don't know what else to say to you. Five minutes seemed like an eternity. But I'm going to sit here and I'm just going to wait. I'm going to see what you have to say to me. And maybe you hear something, maybe you don't. But you're sitting there and you're being intentional with that time. And then next time, maybe that second five minutes goes a little faster. Maybe you don't run out of things to say. Maybe you don't run out of things to read. When do you have the least amount of distractions is the next thing. My favorite time of day is in the morning. That's when I get all my work done. That's when I have my Jesus time. The kids are sleeping. I might have to wake up extra early, but because I love my job and I love my time with Jesus, it's easy for me to wake up. Yeah, I need to get up and I need to pour myself a cup of coffee and have a few minutes to just get my brain functioning. Because lately it's been 4am. I'm working on something really exciting. I'm going to talk about it on Wednesday. So you'll hear everything that's going on. And if you're part of the Facebook group, you've already heard. But I'm waking up at 4 a.m. so I can get all this stuff done and still have my time with Jesus in the morning. 4 a.m. is early. super early. But I love it. And it's easy for me to get out of bed. The kids are sleeping. My husband's at work or sleeping if it's not a work day. The animals are all quiet. The house is silent and dim. The day's activities haven't started yet so my mind is fresh. I can focus on him and give him the best and the first i also like to pray over my business and the work that i'm doing that day which always happens in the morning because i do my work in the morning so i just add that into my prayer time before i start my work so think about it when is your time of least distractions maybe it's in the morning maybe it's at night before bed i can't have devoted jesus time at night i just can't as much as i love my time with god i do pray before bed just to thank him and thank him for what happened that day and to Pray over the next day and pray over my kids while they sleep. But I'm too tired. I'm too tired for that quality time. All the day's activities are usually running through my mind. I'm always consistent in communication with him. But my quiet time is different than just praying throughout the day. Maybe it's different for you, though. Maybe the evening is when you're most focused. That's when you need to evaluate. Now, find a time in your day that you can be consistent with that. And put your date with Jesus there in your schedule consistently. Don't let anything come between it. And maybe you try a time that you think will work and you think it's the best. Give it a couple weeks. And if after a couple weeks it's just not working and not going smoothly and you have a super hard time focusing, or you think it's going to be a distraction of free time and it's just not, that's okay. Try another time for a couple weeks. Don't just try it once. Say it doesn't work and then give up. You got to stick with it and give it a chance. Now, I want you to put this all into action. Stick with it. Try it for two weeks and then evaluate how things have changed. There may be some big changes or maybe small things that will lead to bigger things. But I guarantee you, if you are consistent and you're spending consistent time with Jesus in his word, in his presence, you will see change. He will speak to you. Your depression will start to lessen and you will start to experience more joy. There's just no way around it. It's going to happen. He's there waiting to give you this gift, to show you what he has called you to. He's just waiting for you to make yourself available to listen. You have to work on your heart, your spirit, and your mind, along with all the tactical steps to take in your outward life. As you work on your time management and spend consistent time with Jesus, you'll begin to find joy in ways you never even imagined. And the struggles of this life won't get to you as bad as before. Struggles are still going to happen. Your life situation isn't changing, but your perspective on it will. And then everything else will start to change around you. You won't feel the depression as deep as before. And before you know it, you will look around and realize it's God. When you have the Holy Spirit in you, you get his joy. And once his joy is in you, there is no room for depression. Thank you, God, for these mamas listening right now. I pray that you would just show them what time it is that they need to be spending this consistent time with you. Show them how amazing it is to sit in your presence and to hear your voice. I pray that you would just speak so clearly to these mamas that they would feel your presence like never before so they can see the change that you have and that gift that you have in store for them. God, you... Have this joy ready to hand out to help them work through this depression and the anxiety that they have. You can get rid of it. The joy that you have ready to give them, God, I pray that you would just open up your arms and show them what it is that you have in store so that there's no doubt in their minds all the great things that you have. And I pray that they would begin to see the depression begin to dwindle and all of a sudden this new joy that rises up and then they can't even explain that the people around them would be able to see your passion in them because they are spending this consistent time in your word and in your presence thank you god for everything you have in store for all of us in your name amen